Welcome to Military Network Radio, where we'll bring dynamic interviews and fresh information about topics affecting your quality of life at each stage of your military service. Join us each week for information of value that improves your outlook, actions, and encourages each member of the family. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Everyone serves, and together we make a difference. And now, here's your host, Linda Crater. Good morning and welcome to our show. We're glad that you've joined us today. I'm here with Les Davis. Good morning, Les. Good morning, Linda. I am very pleased that we're going to be talking to Gabby Jurgens today. And Gabby has started something that has really made a difference to military families by paying tribute to the other half of the brave, as she puts it, the military families themselves. And I think we know just from our tagline on our show that it's important. Everyone does serve. Together we do make a difference. And we want to provide information 24-7 to families so that they can understand a lot of the options that they may not even know they have. So I would love to welcome to our show today, Gabby Jurgens. Thank you so much, Linda. It's a pleasure to be here, and thank you, Les, as well. It's fun to oh, talk. No, thank you to for you. taking. Go ahead, Les. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just telling, I was just saying thank you for taking time out of your day to be on our show. Oh, it's an absolute honor and pleasure. Thank you for what you do for our military families. You know, I think it's important to talk about military families, both close nuclear family, as it were, and extended family, because I think. Everyone has our deployed on mind. They have our veterans in mind if you are associated with the military community at all. And so I, I love your organization for the different way that you look at things and take the perspective of supporting the family with some very visible, tangible items that let people spread the word about our military because it does make up a small population. But when you look at families, there's almost always, I, I don't know a single family that doesn't have someone who served in the military, whether it goes way, way back to World War II, World War One, in a very few cases, um, but Gulf Wars, the recent conflicts, and many, many, many have served. So let's talk first about what is the backstory on Homefront Girl. And for those of you listening, if you want to follow along on the website, it's homefrontgirl.com. And Gabby, tell us the backstory and how you came to found the organization. Okay, wonderful. And I agree with everything you just said. So I want to add that part. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, um, I am the daughter of a Vietnam veteran. Um, I married 28 years into this life. I raised uh, my son who's also, uh, came up in the life, you know, switched schools, I think 10, 12 times. I can't remember now. Um, and um, as I was coming up through the ranks, um, what I saw and, um, you know, military life, for military spouses, um, when you say I do, your life, your family grows exponentially. I mean, mm -hmm. it just grows because now that you are separated from your nor, you know, your regular family, you are going to follow the fife and drum and you will follow that service member to wherever the military sends you. Home is where the military sends us. And, um, along the way, you find that your family has grown. And, um, for me, as I was going, um, growing up through the ranks, I guess you should say, 
one of the things that I saw was that there wasn't really a there wasn't really a voice that said the extraordinary sacrifice that as I came to say and after you know I kept journals during my entire pretty much my whole life but definitely during the time of a military uh, service um, as a spouse um, and I, I didn't see that life reflected um, that um, that bonding that exists when you say I do you know you you join a lifestyle you don't just you're you're not just marrying someone who has a job you become a part of a community and I wanted to see that reflected in uh, in retail um, yeah, and the best way to say that is I uh, licensed my artwork as it you know fast forward to the future um, licensed my artwork to companies such as I've done Yankee Candle. I did a limited edition collection for them. And that, uh, whenever I can, I like to uh, speak to the companies that I license with and ask about partnering with a charity. Um, in that case, it was uh, Homes for Our Troops. Mm-hmm. And for every candle purchased at Yankee Candle, it was carried in all 500 stores. Um, a portion went to support that very worthy four-star rated charity um, that is very important um, in building homes for the severely um, severely disabled uh, veterans and their families. And it's life-changing. So um, what I was doing was really trying to create what I wish I'd existed as I, as was, I was coming up through the ranks, something that embodied that inspirational um, quality. You know, it brings to mind that through your efforts of shining a light on the other half of the brave, the military spouses, the families, the extended families, you are, when you put candles that are licensed with these, the artwork that you provide that is clearly, you know, very patriotic and and service oriented, you're also spreading the word and building a bridge between the uh, civilian um, and the military, people who may not have thought about it. Les, I know you can speak to this in terms of, you know, your, your wife holding down the home front and all of that, too. This matters. Oh, it, it absolutely does. Um, and, and thank you for doing what you do and, and spotlighting the spouses. I, on your website, I love what, what, you know, one of your quotes is, um, uh, everybody serves the military, and that's so true. And then the other quote that I like is, you missed the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was deployed, I missed my youngest son's first steps. Yeah. Um, I, so you, there's there's things you just miss, and I was uh, as I was going through your site yesterday. It's very easy to follow you on Twitter too. I want to mention that. At Thank home, you. At home front girl. <laughs> you know? Thank you so much. Follow me on Instagram too. <laughs> I could yeah, use it. yeah, and, and and these are neat things because I, I I love all your artwork. I love your patterns. Um, Thank you. That that little girl on your website wearing the combat boots and the, was that not the cutest? It's adorable. I know. That was. I know. Uh, it was great, and it took me back to my daughter being that age real fast, you know, and I was like, man, she just, she just grew up so fast. So it is, it's a, it's a very user-friendly website. You've got absolutely very patriotic uh, uh, material and other gear you can get, very patriotic. So I would ask anybody just to just to go on there and follow you because you're you're very active on your Twitter as well. Your Twitter handle. Um, I try to. <laughs> it, doesn't it seem, though, that when you walk around wearing a T-shirt, buying a candle, etc., you really are spreading the word very subtly? Yes, you are. 
Yes, you are. And but I think effectively. Some, absolutely. And I love what you said, Linda, when you said that it, um, one of the, and, and I'd said this early on in an interview when I signed with Inesco and they put out a, a very large line, which was a beautiful uh, collection. But I was interviewed and I was asked about that. And I said it was um, to cement the bonds within the military community, but also to introduce the civilian community to a lot, to the lifestyle, mm-hmm. to a part of our world that they are not aware of. You know, they really don't know. And, you know, the what you mentioned last that you missed the first of the things that many of us take for granted. And that's the truth. Because you do. You miss the births. You miss the father-daughter dances. You miss, you know, graduation at times. Um, and those um, are things that I believe should not be taken lightly. And I believe the story should be told. And if it's told through a mug or, you know, a T-shirt or a fabric or, you know, Red Fridays, we wear red. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and those things um, is what I wanted to bring as a creative. Um, you know, they say that, that an artist illuminates. That's what I'm trying to do is illuminate this uh, incredible um, community, large community. You know, one of the big pullbacks that I get is, uh, well, you're just the niche. You know, it's like it's only Veterans Day. It's only Memorial Day, people. It's all. No, it's not. We well, will always. There are 150 million people in the extended military family across the country. In the U.S., that's not including the globe. Exactly. Yeah, and I, yeah. So I think you're exactly right. That military, that military veteran family, it it seems you know like you're saying 150, but when you get into your communities, it's just much smaller. I, I had a, a a guy. He recognized me. I met him 20 years ago. Matter of fact, he gave me an award 20 years ago, and he came up to me yesterday at this job fair I was at, and he shook my hand, and I couldn't, I didn't know this guy at all. But, he said, how are you doing, Sergeant Davis? Wow. And I was shocked. Yeah, it was amazing. So we shared some time. But that, that's how, that is, that's our community, though. It is. Um, that, that, that we're so, we're, we're big, but we're, when we, we're small. It, it's hard to explain. But it's, you're exactly right. We, we have these great memories that we share um, or that we can be part of because we've all been away. We share that deployment, that missed dance, you know, or that, um, I, I don't know if you've seen, was able to see that that video, that veteran who was watching, or that service member who was watching his uh, daughter's birth on his iPad. Oh, yeah, the, I saw that. Yes, yes that gives me goosebumps. Oh, heart- yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's heartbreaking. But that's, that's, that, is, you know, that is our life. That's a, that's a sacrifice. We talk sacrifice. It's not all about limbs. I mean, those are sacrifices that people don't always think of. And it's just one of those things that it, you just accept it because it's part of the life in the uniform. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and the things you're doing, the things and, and what you have on your website is detailing that. And I, as a, as a veteran, I can't thank you enough for that. Well, I thank you for your service. And as I always say, I had a front row seat to bravery and my whole life. And mm-hmm. I feel that that is a calling for me. And uh, to, to put that out there in the way, the best, you know, in, in a way that I can. Um, and the only way I know how, and that's through of the creative design. So it's what I'm trying to do, you know? <laughs> well, what a nice marriage of some skills that you have, uh, creativity and the artistry that you possess. It's, it's remarkable. Thank and, you, and using it for service, continuing service, 
to our military families. And I, I think it's just very encouraging. It's uplifting and it, it's very valuable because I think recognizing those who are at home who hold down the fort while uh, others are deployed or on a PCS or on an unaccompanied tour, whatever it may be, it matters. And I know from my own family being deployed and away, it, it is not a simple process. So we have to go on a quick break. We will be back. We are talking with Gabby Jurgens of Homefront Girl, and we'll be right back. We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Welcome to Toginet, cutting edge radio. Listen up. Did you know recent studies are suggesting that women with skinny waists but sizable hips are smarter than other women? Scientists at the University of Pittsburgh and the University of California gave cognitive tests to a group of 16,000 women and girls of different body types and found the women with the greatest hip-to-waist proportions scored higher. Hmm, I guess that would make me a walking encyclopedia Britannica. No, hold on. That doesn't mean it's okay for us to be a powder pigeon. That's another name for a woman who's sizable hips can take up a whole supermarket aisle. Research suggests that the fat around fuller hips and thighs holds higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids, which helps the brain. I'm not sure if I would rather be able to do the Sunday crossword puzzle or get into those jeans I bought 10 years ago. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back. We're continuing our conversation with Homefront Girl, Gabby Jurgens, who is supporting those who are at home. Those who are the better half, I shouldn't say better half, the other half of the brave. <laughs> and I, I think it's really important that your messages do get across. I'm curious, when you created all of this, who is Homefront Girl seeking to support? What era, what group, what, 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 is, what was your goal? Did it well, start small and change? I mean, those are a lot of questions, but, but talk about it a little bit. Well, you know, it was very interesting because when I first started Homefront Girl, um, I basically wasn't thinking of anything other than how do I keep Gabby from eating all the cheese in Wisconsin? Because I was in Wisconsin <laughs> and drinking all the wine <laughs> because it was like it was a big transition from retirement to active duty. I was like and I, you know, I like creativity. So I started just learn teaching myself. I am a self-taught artist. Do I want to make uh, make sure I point that out? Because I've spoken to a lot of military wives who have t- wondered, you know, about Homefront Girl and entrepreneurship and doing all that. And I always say, look, anyone can do this. You, you know, it's never too late. There are second acts in life, and I consider this one mine. So what I um, did was I started building a collection, and then I got an agent. And the agent asked a question of me after meeting me for a while. He said, okay, so you are no long, you're not a collection. You're a brand because you have a story behind what you're doing. And I said, okay. And then he said, come up with a tagline. Come up with something that tells you why you're doing this. And I said, okay, who is the home front girl? And I simply said, 
she's a she's a wife, she's a friend, she's a spouse, she's a mom, she's an aunt, she's anyone that's ever loved someone serving in our military and shared that hero with the world. And it came down to a very nutshell sharing my hero with the world. And um, that has been a lot of what, when I look at who do I do this for, I look at a market that is so expanded because it's not just Mm -hmm. those that have a direct connection to our military. It's also those that support. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, And as you have mentioned, the caregiver uh, network is, it's extraordinary how big it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes those aren't immediate family members. Those are friends that are taking care of them. But I know that when UNESCO asked a room of their own staff, how many of you know someone who is in the military? Then the hands went up. Then they said, how many do you know someone who knows someone? And the hands went up. And basically by the end of all the questions, everyone in that room had raised their hands and knew someone in some way connected to the military. And one of the things that when I do create, I think it expands out to anyone who has a loved one who serves, whether it's serving our military or whether it's serving our community. I've been very pleased that so many first responders, families have taken Mm -hmm. to this brand because they also share their hero. They don't know if their loved one is coming home um, after, you know, at the end of the day because they're serving their community in a way that puts them at risk as well, just as ours going down on a training exercise, downrange or, you know, or on a deployment. So for me, that's who I look at as the brand touching. I want it to touch the lives of those that support our men and women who serve either on an intimate level as a spouse or immediate family member, but also uh, friends. And not only that, regardless of politics, we support our military families and our military members. Mm -hmm. Um, It is about pride of service and it is about the sacrifice that they make. And if I shine a light on that kind of sacrifice and the kind of extraordinary heroism that's shown by our children, by our families, <laughs> by our spouses, um, then I, you know what? That's pretty good for me. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. So you serve anyone who loves anyone who does something serving for our country. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's uh, something that's been missing. And I'm very, um, and, you know, this just came about, but for me, it's been a calling just as for mm-hmm. you, this has been a calling and mm-hmm. I will always be connected to, um, my military life. Um, it's very important to me. So, well, I think you, you raise a really good point with it. It also, those who just support our military, there are many, many people who may not support specific political policies, but they do support those who protect us. And uh, it's very rare to find someone who doesn't support it. Very different from the Vietnam era. I think you were right when you said the uh, the military life, you know, we lead the military life. But the military life really never leaves us. Absolutely. Right. I mean, we we are so um, uh, it's just so hard to leave. You know, everything we believe in, leave it behind. It is it's just an incredible uh, part, no matter if you serve for two, four, six, or 20 years, it's always part of who you are um, for the rest of your life. It really is. Um, Absolutely. 
Yeah, I think that's what you need to do. This is, I mean, way going into the top, I think that's a lot of veterans struggle because we are such a closed-knit community. We have such uh, high core beliefs, moral standards, and a, and a, uh, a moral compass when we serve, you know, a higher. And I think that it's hard to transition maybe back into a, 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 um, a community that now doesn't have the same uh, standards as you do on that military base or that military community. Absolutely. Um, I think you're right. One of the things I want to ask, is there a, um, a certain generation of veteran who has been more open and, uh, and maybe uh, purchased more, been more outreaching to you? You know, I'm a Gulf War era veteran. I know we got the post 9-11 veterans right now. And then, of course, before that was the, you know, Vietnam era veterans, Cold War veterans. Is there a group that you've seen that are, that's really attracting to your artwork and, and what you do? Um, I'm really happy that uh, I do have sort of the, uh, the 19, you know, well, you know, the, so many young, you know, they marry so young. Um, but I think, uh, one, also too, I've noticed, um, we have so many volunteers out there making quilts or making, you know, that are mm-hmm. out there making packages and stuff. And, and that's a demographic of, uh, grandmothers and mothers and retiree wives. And, you know, like you said, this life never leads us, leaves us. And, um, it is a transition for not only our wounded warriors and our vets that leave, but also for the families, because all of a sudden you're not a part of that cohesive community. And I always say this, and I've said this from the beginning to manufacturers that I talked to, I said, this is not a, this is not a, this is a lifestyle. And what I'm getting, what I want to get across is that we, it's like, um, it's a, it's a, it's a bond that is very, um, very special. And when we leave it, it's something that never leaves us. And so I think that it is crossing different demographics, but I definitely think that um, the sort of the 30 to, you know, I mean, honestly, 90, I've heard from an uh, 80 year old who loves my fabric <laughs> and she's just like, you know, and um, I served at Arlington National Cemetery. I was very pa- proud to do that as a uh, Arlington lady. And I remember, um, seeing spouses, um, and I've, you know, at the old soldier's home as well. Um, I remember seeing spouses at Battle of the Bulge, you know, veterans. Wow. That's pretty amazing. And it was an honor. But when I look at them, I think, you know, home front girl, uh, home front spouse. Um, this service yeah, is yeah. rendered throughout the fabric of our country. And in pointing or lighting or shining a light on and letting the rest of the country understand us more fully, um, that's, it, it sounds a bit grandiose, but I'm doing it in a, you know, in, in, a, in the little way that I have that I can do it, um, uh, because it's, you know, it's heartfelt and I think anything heartfelt will come out genuine. And this isn't an artist that just decided to do this, um, and just cater to the military. Um, no, this is someone that lived the life, you know, I can speak the lingo. <laughs> I can, um, and I understand it very well. Mm-hmm. No, and you can tell that off of the, off of what you've done. You know, if you go, just like I said, if you go to the website, and the website again is uh, homefrontgirl.com, you can actually see your heart being poured into everything you put on there, whether, like I said, whether it's material. Love the teddy bears, by the way. That is. Oh, uh, thank you. Always, thank you. Is yes. There, is there a story? Is there a story behind the teddy bears? 
Yes. Uh, the story behind the teddy bears is my a- um, uh, my agent had talked to me about, you know, maybe a plush or something, you know, pl- some kind of a plush. And, you know, I'm one of those people that if you tell some, if you tell me something, <laughs> um, okay. Um, so I went after it. I had never done a teddy bear. I, did, I had no clue, but I created 28 designs. I took my designs and then I look at them and I think, okay, I can, this is how I'm going to do it. So I created 28 bears in this collection um the first four are the ones that you see on the website um that excuse me were carried online unfortunately that line i am now looking for a new company to pick it up uh but um it went back to support operation Homefront, and um that was something that i was very happy to do and i did that in the middle of um it actually hit stores in the middle of my uh cancer battle i um mm-hmm. I discovered I had stage three breast cancer uh, on March 2016, um, brought on by an extremely stressful situation. <laughs> but um, and um, so I went to Johns Hopkins to fight, and I had to fight very fast and very quick. I was interviewed by a local CBS station on the Bears, and I was very grateful that I could get a little bit of coverage because due to the having to go through treatment, you know, wasn't that able to get out there and just, you know, promote it as much as I wanted to. Um, but, um, it, you know, Gabby, that's very brave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, just, um, it was a tough time. It was a tough time. No, no doubt. Um, you know, someone asked me, you, you. You know, am I, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm one year out. Um, I just celebrated my one year of a live day. Uh, so that was congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, what an amazing story! You, you after going through all that, and you find out that you're, you know, you have uh, stage four breast cancer. You fight that battle, and you, you thank God you won it. And then you were still able, you know, to continue uh, supporting, um, you know, our veteran community. That that just says a lot about who you really are and what you, and what it means to you to continue to support our veterans and their families. Yeah. Don't you also think it's just remarkable the resilience our military families show? I mean, things happen. Illness happens. Deaths happen. Injuries happen. And the military families go on. Not that the civilian families do not, because they do as well. But there's something remarkable about the resilience of military families. And I think your recognition of the families speaks so well to understanding that everyone does serve and that it isn't simply you you raise your right hand and take the oath. Everyone does, just as you said earlier. And so we have to go on another break. I'm terribly sorry. And we will come back and further talk about the organization and, and the most meaningful goal that Gabby is heading for next. And we will come back and talk further because you do matter. The other half that stays at home, the family members that are concerned and worried. We'll be right back. Stay with us. We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, 
ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Residents of Alligator Point, Florida, discovered a 400-pound gabberlunzi bear raiding their garbage. They called the local wildlife authorities. The officers came out and shot the bear with a tranquilizer dart in order to move him. Unexpectedly, the frightened bear swam out into the water, where it started to drown as the tranquilizer began taking effect. Adam Warwick, an officer from the Wildlife Commission, jumped into action, swimming towards a juggernaut bear, while the other officers tried to figure out how to rescue both of them. Adam was somehow able to grab the bear and paddle 25 yards to the shore, saving the bear's life. The bear was then loaded on a truck and transported back to its home in the forest. What's the word for a last-minute attempt to get something done? A charrette. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back. You know, we talk on breaks, and I wish you could sometimes hear the breaks because I think they're very interesting. But we'll see how we can recreate that now. Gabby, it is, um, you have goals, and it's important for our listeners to know about organizations that provide support. What is the response that you have heard from families? Can you tell a couple of stories that maybe illustrate the the difference the merchandise, the T-shirts, the mugs have made in somebody's life? Absolutely. I, I thank you so much because I love sharing these stories. Um, and I have a couple. One of them will be um, someone that uh, you know, uh, Melissa Como. She was one of the first home friend girls that wrote to me um, when she discovered the brand and she had come across some of the Anesca products, which were mugs, and they, they did a quite a large collection. And she wrote to me a letter that she said, please share this with any manufacturer um, on this um, because I want them to understand what this has meant to me. And in that letter, what she stated was, I wish I'd had those products back when I was active. You know, she's mm-hmm. now a wounded warrior wife. And she said, because they would have helped me to get through um, the deployments, to look at something that spoke about my life. And she also made the point of saying, you know, the military calls us dependents, but yet we're more independent than anyone can ever imagine. And that is the truth. So that was one story and that really touched. And she identified very closely to the design, I am the other half of the brave. Mm-hmm. And... um I'm glad she did because to me that was that encapsulated so much of what I wanted to get across that regardless of whether it's immediate or distant family or friend, there is another side to the flag and the service that's rendered. Um, another person that wrote to me um, was a gold star wife. 
And she was very moved um, because she got, you know, I, I can't even imagine, you know, that's a that's a, a club you don't want to be a part of, you know, and it's something that is just so heart wrenching to know the ultimate sacrifice that these families do. And she wrote to me and told me that she was trying to find a mug um, of a design that I had done. And this was a company that unfortunately ended the ended the contract because they they felt that, oh, you know, it's not doing as well. But again, they it's hard to do well unless people know that the product is out there. So it does <laughs> a lot of marketing. Um, but um, she wrote to me and told me that she got involved in helping other Gold Star wives and, you know, through volunteer and helping them mm-hmm. through their griefs. And she presented the wives with this mug. And it's a latte mug that was put out by a company called Evergreen. It's a mm-hmm. And she asked me, where can I find more? I broke mine. And I unfortunately had to tell her that I could, it was no longer being made. And then she went on to tell me how much it impacted and the reaction of the spouses when they were given this particular design on this latte mug. And the design was very simple. For me, I used the name tape, which is used on every service member's uniform mm-hmm. with the words Air Force or their last name. And I use that as sort of a vehicle um, within my design uh, scheme. And on this particular design, all it said was um, it was a heart uh, against a um, white star blue background of our flag. And the name tapes were on the heart. And it simply said, I miss your laugh. I miss your touch. I miss your smile. Mm. I miss your voice. I miss it all. And the reason they broke into tears and what I could understand is because it wasn't a label. It didn't say I'm a gold star wife. Mm-hmm. It didn't say I didn't give you a badge because as much as they're proud of the service that was rendered by their loved one, there is a very personal loss there. And as they held that, that spoke to what was in their heart. They are missing a piece of themselves. And so that was one of the stories. And I did write directly to the president. I sent them the email. I said, would you reconsider Reissuing, how could something as pedestrian and innocuous as a, a mug come to mean so much to someone that has sacrificed so much for our country? Um, and um, they they they've turned me down. So, you know, you know, it wasn't it wasn't great. But <laughs> but to me, those stories propel me forward. Um, mm-hmm. So when I think of where do I see the brand going, what do I want to do? I want to push back this juggernaut of the um the merchandisers and the retail market and the um licensees as they're known i'm a licensor i license my artwork and my product ideas that i develop from my artwork to them and i love working with their creative department but i'm finding it's a little bit um it's getting a little harder and harder so i'm very appreciative of being on your show uh just to put the word out but um but gabby i'm curious Yes. Are there no military companies that are veteran-owned that work in this arena? No, they tend to stick with the IP properties of the Marine Corps and, you know, the ones that we all see, which, you know, the the the, the not along the lines of what I'm doing. You know, you can walk into a military exchange and you'll see a, a pink camo shirt and it'll say proud military wife. Well, I take that one step further. I've created all my camos. I don't use any IP properties. Um, I have about 45 camos that I've created under my belt mm-hmm. and I use them in my designs. And, but you won't see, as I created Homefront Girl, I knew that it was a full circle. I, um, 
of Homefront Girl, the spouses, the, the, the women, the, the, the male spouses that I served alongside as a spouse throughout mm-hmm. all my years. Um, and I saw our children. So our babies, um, Homefront babies. So I created a Homefront baby line, a Homefront girl line, a Homefront kids line, Homefront bride, the beginning, the journey where it started. There are traditions that are part of what that beginning starts like. And so, um, and then along the lines, I thought of our four-legged heroes, one of the biggest demographics buying into the military pet market or the, the pet market um, at PetSmart, I'll say that, is our military demographic. We love our four-legged heroes. And here's a brand that has a line that directly talks our language. And so I've been working and trying to get them to pay attention as well. So there's quite a lot. And I know all of you have probably seen what I've shared with you, Linda. Um, I, um, I'm pretty relentless in uh, moving forward. I don't give up. And if I do, it's not going to be without going down with a fight. So I am determined to um, see Homefront Girl um, become something that is there for the families to feel um, connected and to be able to share something like that with their battle buddy. Um, and I think that is worthwhile. You know, I've, I've had those conversations with, you know, different um, employers or different companies too. They don't think, they think the military market and what is, you know, it is what it is, is so small. It's not mm-hmm. worth investing, investing uh, a lot to only sell a few. What they, what I, I, what I think they, the big miss is, is that it may be small, but they're not only going to buy the, uh, you know, say that mug, then that mug is going to go, I want that. And then you're going to get, you know, a grandparent or you're going to get a parent or a friend and another friend and another friend. They, cause that means so much. Cause they're going to see the pride in, in, in mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying. You have so much pride in, in what you do. That company, whoever it was that missed out on that mug is, is really does not, they don't understand the military. They don't understand the veteran community at all. So yeah. maybe it's, it's better off that you find a better vendor because mm-hmm. it's, I've had, I've had these conversations and they're, these people just don't get it. I absolutely don't get absolutely. it. They want to they sell, but they don't understand the, the military at all. So they're, they probably wouldn't, uh, you know. Yeah, and, and that's, been, be that's been one of my Achilles heel is them understanding, you know, and I know um, I, I actually signed, my first artist signing was with Jim Shore, um, who is a wonderful artist. And he told me um, when he was looking at the brand, because we signed together in Atlanta at that first show. And he looked around and he says, this is going to take a lot of marketing. He says, but this is extraordinary. This is a market that I don't, that hasn't been looked at before. And you've got a story. And he had family members that served in World War II and he related all of it. He says, this is long overdue. My biggest Achilles heel. And if anybody out there listening knows anyone in the, at the Ellen show or, (laughs) or Oprah or anyone, Please just inundate them with calls to get uh, get me on. And I, you know, I that would be great because that kind of exposure will let the national audience know that, look, this is our story. This is who we are. And um, I will bring a whole platoon of spouses with me um, to talk about it. Um, But that has been it. It's getting that word out. Um, 
because social media and bits and pieces isn't doing it. And leveraging the military network as I'm doing right now, you know, by talking to your listeners, I am so grateful for. Um, and uh, if you got any ideas, just throw them my way, please. <laughs> of course. I, I think the interesting part is what they don't understand is how close-knit the military community is. And as Les just explained, and you already know, the military community talks to each other. They seek each other out. There's an affinity for someone 20 years later who found less at a show. So I, I think it's really important that um, we we do have to educate the the marketers and the de- retailers. And it's a difficult road to hoe. It is. But it doesn't hurt to constantly raise the awareness. Um, our Our country is under siege and that's not going to stop and I think that it is really an interesting way that the things that touch the heart are often the smallest of things and I think that's what they also don't understand it doesn't have to be some big idea that's going to be the next blockbuster the next Elmo Christmas present it can be the thing that makes you get up in the morning to go get your coffee because it reminds you that you have value and being able to give a gift of value to someone else, I think is an interesting twist because I would love to be able to have things to give my family members to recognize them. Les, don't you agree that that's another avenue? It totally is. I I like the more simple message that that mug, as you described, those little things that, Mm -hmm. that were on the mug from the, you know, the patriotic look to the little message, you know, and I, as, as much as I'm into marketing with, with what I do, it, it doesn't have to be this glorious message. It's a simple thing, you know, and you, and you nailed it with that mug, the, the miss of the laugh, the miss of your face, the, you know, the, everything it, that, that is when you're deployed and you're away for so long and you're, you're consumed with, you know, really complicated situations. When you come back home, you just, you just like the simple things in life. You just take, you just do your best to, really love the simple things a mug you know, I love it star, perfect timing you we know? have our final break of the show and it is the simple things that matter life really can be more simple and enjoyable we'll be back after this short break stay with us we're military network radio and we'll be right back after these short messages Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. It's 
York Times reports that in almost every way, we tend to choose mates that look, sound, and act like we do. Except in the area of money, where we seem to choose a person who is our polar opposite. In other words, spendthrifts and tightwads tend to marry each other. Unfortunately, having different spending habits can be a major cause of marital conflict. I admit to being a bit of an oniomaniac. That's a compulsive shopper. While my husband is a cluster fist. He always holds my hand when we go shopping. Otherwise, I'll have a massity. That's the itch to buy. I once took him with me to shop for a party dress. He looked at the tag and his face suddenly turned white and his palms became sweaty. I guess that's why women's stores always have those comfy chairs outside the dressing rooms. It's for your husband to sit down in when he sees the price tag. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back. We were talking on break, and Les, you had a question for Gabby. Yeah, I, I wanted to start off by um, going back to the, a quote you said about the, the military calls the, the spouses dependents, but they're really independent. And that, when you said that, it just was like, wow. And it kind of reminded me of my wife, and I'm like, yeah, she's probably about the most independent person I know. And so it, it, it was like, boy, well, you just nailed it there. Um, and then I went, you know, going back to your website, Gabby, I, I'd love the title of your books. And I'm, and I'm almost positive that when other military spouses, if they look at your site, they can relate. But the, the, one, the one book, the, the title that stuck out to me the most, just me, was Imagine a World Without Heroes. I mean, uh, and I'd like to go through the, the, the list of well, the three I wrote down. But can you give us a little bit of uh, background on this book? Yeah. Imagine a world without heroes. Um, at the time that I wrote that and it was just, I sat down, it was following, uh, my, my spouse was assigned to the Naval War College and we were here in Newport, Rhode Island where I, um, and, um, it was something that just poured out of me. And, uh, years later when I was at Arlington National Cemetery doing, uh, one of the services, I usually show up early and I always saw, um, this, uh, older gentleman uh, sit down in a kind of worn out uh, lawn chair. He'd set it in front of, um, a, you know, a headstone, a, you know, gravestone and um, at Arlington. And he would open up a, you know, uh, igloo cooler and he'd sit there and have a beer. And I he would wave at me. I don't know his story. I don't know if that was his son. I don't know any, you know, any of that. But the immediately I thought as I was walking around, because usually I took some time just to kind of think about, and get regrouped because of, you know, it was a very solemn thing, you know, going into these services. And I kept a journal and I came back after that one day and I wrote down the words, imagine a world without heroes. Freedom is never free. Mm-hmm. Um, we should be grateful that, and that is another one of the designs that I have, which says, if not me, then who? Um, and, you know, we should be grateful for those who raise their hands and say, send me. Because that is something that is to be prized, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, a 19-year-old writing his own will um, is something that is really hair-raising and boned, you know, it should, Mm -hmm. it should fill your heart with pride. So I wrote, uh, I wrote that book back in 20, you know, during, you know, unfortunately, the devastating blow that our country took. And I knew, as most of the Naval War College wives knew at that point, 
we were at war and our lives would never be the same, not only for the country, but especially for those who have a loved one that serves. Um, and then I, you know, with once I started Homefront Girl, I, I did the design, you know, I, I put the designs with the artwork and in it, um, I did write about the fact they meant, you know, thank you for, for saying I, you know, send me, uh, and thank you for being there when our country was hurt and needed heroes. And it, it is, and I always make these books to be something that you can give. So the first page will be a dedicatory page to, well, especially that one. It's to those who, who faced that fight when our country was ne- really called on us. Um, in a, it's a not since Pearl Harbor have we experienced something like that. And, um, but the other one's, uh, sisterhood, uh, has been one that, um, has been something that I illustrated, but I wrote really, you know, it's, they're small little things. It's something that you can give to someone as a new bride or someone that's leaving the service. But I, I wrote it that one. Um, and carry on Santa, all is secure as a Christmas, uh, home front Christmas one. Um, yes, that's a, another great title. I love, I love yeah. your sisterhood book because you can tell, uh, there's, there's probably a lot of military spouses out there, maybe new military spouses that could, that really doesn't, they don't understand that sisterhood they're about ready to get into. Absolutely. So I and thought you, that was probably yeah. a reference, a great book for them to pick up and, and read and, and kind of understand what they're getting into. And it's a small one and it's written from the viewpoint of, of, a, of, a, of someone that's walked this journey. And, you know, and I, as the first page says, we're bonded in a sisterhood of shared experiences and um you know and i i take them through it and it like i said it's not it's it's not the uh army wife handbook which is you know 500 pages which hey by the way i enjoyed when i was first coming into the life <laughs> it helped me a lot for making a lot of mistakes <laughs> okay. is your nose growing right now <laughs> no trust me i read it <laughs> i still have it it's green i could tell you i see i know it's even i even know the color there you but, go but these are you know and and then i also address you know um during my military life we served jointly so i served with air force and navy and you know i understand the life and so um and their stories and i and i do tap into them as sources of inspiration and so then i also wrote love floats and that is including the traditions um, that uh, embody service for those who serve on on land and sea. And um, so for me, I would like, you know, I wanted to get a publisher to pick them up. It was uh, once again. <laughs> so what I did is I started my own publishing imprint. I just put them on Amazon. And so they're currently carried on Amazon. <laughs> if anyone wants to go and look at it, just look up my name. Um but um, I think they make great gifts, and I've heard from a lot of uh, spouses that have uh, have loved them. They love, um, this, you know, the teddy bears. They love all of that. It, it's it's like they see their life reflected in that, and I'd like to see that as well for our children. I'd like mm-hmm. them to be able to go as they get ready for school to see backpacks that say, you know, their life story, you know, their life, what they can understand. Um, and uh, or on folders or on pencils, I, you know, I just see it all. And when it comes for Homefront Baby, it's, you know, it's to see something like that. Um, I created a onesie that I love and I adore and I've given as gifts, but I would love to see the entire line carried. Um, and it says, you know, um, oops, I think I made some camel. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. So, There's a, you, know, you, you would you would figure that 
uh, like the Navy Exchange or AFES that are on the Army Air Force uh, bases, they would they would almost open up to you and want to carry these brands because they're so patriotic. They they reach the the spouse exact and the kids, demographic, the, babies, the dogs. Right. I know, yeah, and so you have I, no idea it, how hard it has been. It has been, uh, oh, it's it's been uh, painful. <laughs> when I do get them to even carry a little, I it, I literally have a spot that says "bang your head here." I mean, it's just it, no marketing, no, I mean nothing. Not even when it's involving a charity. Um, it's just, I just. Uh, I have a jewelry collection. They were approached on it. They turned it down. Um, the These adorable Kurt Adler has done a Homefront Christmas and wonderful um, stockings that say, you know, carry on Santa, all is secure or sharing my hero with the world for um, they turned them down. Uh, they so but Hobby Lobby didn't. So I'm very grateful for them. <laughs> For doing that. Excellent. That's good to know because I think sometimes people um, may forget the website, may not know about the website. And seeing it is often a great way to do it. And connections with people in the military community is probably a good way to go. I have a couple of ideas that I'll share after the show with you. I would love to know how you feel we can be more aware of supporting those who carry on while family members serve or care for them after they've returned and they're injured? Um, you know, what I always say is the life I lived as a military wife was filled with challenges, both good and bad, but every life has that. Um, but what makes a military family unique is that they literally share their hero with the rest of the nation. And sometimes that service comes back with um, a loved one that is changed forever. Uh if not forever, for, for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And we not, and then we have family members that have to step up as caregivers. And I also want to point out to, to the listeners who may not have uh, direct contact with um, mili- the military but are civilian, to acknowledge, to understand that when we uh, watch the evening news, a military family, it's not the same. Mm-mm. Because... The uh, world events impact our lives differently. Um, sometimes you'll go into a room and you'll watch the news because you don't want your kids to hear because, you know, dad's deployed or mom's deployed or, you know, um, so you have to be brave even when you don't feel brave. So how can you help them by being there, by doing the small things? If you know that there's a family member who has a deployed service member, then ask, what can I do to help? Uh, reach out to them um, in whatever way you can. Say thank you to those that you see in an airport who are wearing uh, the the the, uh, the uniform of our of our country. Um, they will never consider themselves heroes, and I know that Les will acknowledge this. They will say the heroes are my family, mm-hmm. the ones in the background. But see, we think of them as our heroes, and so we proudly say that because we're grateful for the service that they have rendered. And as hard as it is to live this life, it is something that um, we are, you know, we, we're proud to serve. You know, I, um, I think that, as I said, and you said, of course, which I love on your tagline, everyone serves in a military family. Mm-hmm. And if anyone out there knows Rose, anybody in Allen or anyone, just if you can get the word out, if you can just, you know, 
I don't know, start a movement. That would be awesome. And maybe that'll get the attention of these companies to acknowledge that we do exist and that we are out here. I'd be so grateful. I think that is very true. It is. Often you need a champion to take it to the next steps. Want to make sure that our listeners can find out more information and all those retailers out there waiting to contact you. Um, what is you. what is your website again? www.homefrontgirl.com. Um, you can also follow me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash the Homefront Girl brand on Twitter. Um, Oh my gosh, I don't know my own Twitter. Account. That's okay. They can find you because okay. it's on you'll the find, website. Yeah, you'll find it's on the website. So. Right. That's the, always the easiest way because Absolutely. the website usually has everything all uh, connected. Thank you so much for sharing, um, Gabby, your story. You have gone through a great deal in life and you have served. You continue to serve. And I, I know that that resonates with all of our listeners because service is built into those who serve. It's a calling, as you said, to continue to serve those who serve. And it matters a great deal. And so thank you for your efforts, your artistry, your creativity, and giving of yourself to the world. We've had a pleasure having you on today. Well, thank you to both of you for your service. And thank you for having me. I'm so ever so grateful. Thank you, Les, for your service. Oh, thank you. And uh, Les is going to go home and thank his wife. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna thank her for being so uh, independent. I, you know, that was a great. I love that line. I, yeah. I would, I'll forever use that. I'll shamelessly steal that. Oh, go ahead. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in today to Military Network Radio. You can find our show at our website, www.toginet.com forward slash Military Network Radio. Also, www.militarynetworkradio.com. And in iTunes under Military Network Radio. Join us next week when we bring you another program to enhance your